Hey, what's going on? It is the Manfuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, your host, my co-host, Ben H., as always, hanging out with me. So today we're going to discuss cocaine in the workplace. You normally don't get news that they found cocaine in a small baggie inside a cubby hole inside the White House. Yeah, dime bag in the White House. Who could it be? Who's using booger sugar <laughs> in the walls of the White House? Now, but I guarantee there's a bunch of people snorting coke or meth up in the fucking White House working all hours of the damn night. Don't tell me there are no drug addicts in the White House. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a pretty dire situation. A dime bag of blow in the White House. And, and they found it in a cubby. Yeah. A cubby. That is widely used because if you tour the White House, Mm. they do, I believe, take your phones or Mm. you have to store some of your items that you can't bring everywhere on the tour, I believe, like your cell phone, you know, your uh, your Coke bag. But I mean, shit, your Coke bag should be in your little pocket in your pants or in your wallet or something. Well, dude, they got pictures of Hunter with crack pipes and all kinds of weird now things. was it a coincidence was hunter outside of the white house that day or where wasn't he in the vicinity i don't know the timeline i mean he's obviously he's always there and actually. he smokes crack he's, he's a fucking yeah. true nightmare he's very much involved and biden he's like probably biden's anytime someone brings him up you know it's coming. Oh, my God, my asshole son. This guy's a fucking black sheep of the family. Well, there's video of he and his family, Jill Biden and Joe Biden. They're all standing out on, like, the the terrace of the Capitol, or maybe it's the back terrace of the White House or something. I don't know the whole timeline of when it was found in this, but Hunter is just, like, rubbing his nose and, like, he is wiping his up. brow. Oh, he is jacked he, yeah, up. He looks completely geeked Licking up. Licking his lips because yeah. his face is numb. Like I'll be vulnerable. You know, I I have partied a, a decent amount in my days. I'm He's no, a party uh, animal. I'm no uh, Tommy Lee or, you know, fucking some of these people that are just Mickey yeah. Six where I've fucking died and had to be fucking, mm. had a shot in the heart to be resurrected. You but did? No, I didn't. Oh. I'm, I'm not one of those people. But You're I not did. not one of them. I did go through a pretty Call it a bad cycle for me. I'm doing blow a lot yeah. when I was younger, and, and I had a problem with it. And I think it was, it was just a bad cycle. It was you. Like some would say from the outside, I was addicted, but like I had this drug dealer that was living like right down the street, yeah. and he knew. Like if he came by, I was going to get some. Right. And it was on one of these things where it was like, all right, I'm not doing it today. Yeah. And then this asshole would come by, and right. the next thing you know, I'd be fucking snorting a line of coke. Yeah. Yeah. But when you've been around Coke and people who do it, yes. you can spot it. Like it's a t- like they have a tell That's from right. a mile away. Yes. They're absolutely. constantly licking their lips. They're you know, they're moving their face. They just yes. they're 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 not at ease. No. Because they're gacked the fuck up. Yeah. And they're probably thinking to themselves, God, I want another line right now. That's right. I, I heard that the dopamine hit from blow lasts about nine minutes. And here's the thing. Which it's, is and then it's like you crash. Well, here's the thing. And this is the same thing with and I've never smoked crack, but I know from people who have. Uh-huh. And I know the first time you smoke crack, just like the first time you probably use cocaine and get that feeling. You spend every other day or every other time you use that. Yeah. Trying to get yeah. that first high 
right. which you will never get, You'll again. never get it again. So therefore, when you do, co- it's like you keep you do more of it right. because you want to try to get to that level. Right. And what ends up happening is, is you know, the first time you do coke. I mean, for me, I'm like, oh, this is. I had the best time that night. And then as you keep doing it, well, now you're not having a good time. And now it's turned into something completely different. And yeah. now it's making you reclusive instead of outgoing and, and talking to everyone. Now you don't want to talk to anybody. You just want to be alone with your Coke. And right. that's that probably goes with any addiction, you know, like w- with any substance abuse. Well, narcotics are a special kind of thing, you know. It's a special kind of hell. Yeah, the way that they destroy your life and 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 ultimately make if you go if you go too far down the rabbit hole, turn you into someone completely different, have you doing things that you would never do. It it literally overtakes you in the form of addiction. Really very harmful, but anyway, but what a fucking nightmare. So yeah. the secret service is coming in, they're questioning people, they're fingerprinting they're the fingerprinting, yeah. The baggie. Right. You know, we they, still don't know the results. And I don't know that we ever will. Probably Even if not. they know the results. Yeah. You know, they're looking do the cubbies have cameras right. on it? Now they have a record of every person that comes through that door. That's right. But you've got people who work in the white house mm-hmm. you've got the help of the white house you know the the maids the 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 cooks and then you've got the tourists so how many people came through the fucking white house doors Dude, in a day i mean probably this hundreds whole, this whole administration is such a disgrace mm-hmm. and it's a disgrace because it's being intentionally done this way to show weakness if it's not being intentionally done to show weakness, it's the most Mickey it's Mouse even worse. It's the most Mickey Mouse operation you've ever fucking well, seen. Well, it appears to be, but it's quite not, right? Because the, they are running the country. You know, I mean, they are running the executive branch of the government. And I'm not saying everything they do is but bad. Yeah. I am. Okay. <laughs> uh, the country is still running. It's still running, whether we like the way it's running. Well, it's running. I mean, we got Biden walking in front of the uh, that's the king. I, it's just a disgrace. I mean, everything that's being done, yeah, sure, it's still being done, but but it's being done in a way that is so unnecessarily bad for us that right. it doesn't make sense, I guess is the best way for me to say it. You can look at a situation and say, I could do it this way or I could do it this way. The way that they're doing a multitude of different things is really bad for us. It's bad for the United States of America. For example... I'll give you an example. Please. 15 million people have come across the southern border since Biden took office. 15 million. Now, are they, they're not all residing here. Oh, yes, they are. It is open border. Right now, it's open border. People are coming in by the millions. And we're not sending anyone out. We're not stopping them. Well, where the fuck are they then? We don't know. They're, They're shipping them to different cities all over the United States. Okay. It is absolute insanity. So that's just one thing. We could go through a multitude of different things. I mean, we could go through foreign policy. We could talk about how they're dealing with China. We could talk about how we could talk about the Russian Ukraine situation, which they created, by the way. We've put two hundred billion toward that. The way we left Afghanistan, the biggest military embarrassment of all time. For the United States of America, people don't forget about that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That like, pullout was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. Why do you think that Russia and then and then what happened? All of a sudden, Putin's firing missiles at Ukraine. Now you got Biden saying, "Oh, we're out of ammo. 
We're so, running low on ammo. So let me ask you a question, and I have a little inside information. So there was something that Biden, I saw on social media, and it was a clip of Biden accidentally slipping yeah. when he said something. Yeah, does that. He, he, well, he made, a, uh, he made a remark that people were like questioning, did he just fucking slip? And he made a remark about the war in Iraq. Yeah. We have, my wife Erin and I are, are close with a couple, the dad, who's currently in the military. Right. I guess decently high up. I thought he was somehow in the medical side of things. His wife was talking with my wife the other day, and he got a call saying that at any moment he was going to be shipped out and deployed for a year. And my wife goes, is he going to Iraq? His wife just looked at her because technically she's not supposed to say anything, mm-hmm. right? It's not not supposed to be shared, but she basically implied that he was. That's interesting. What the fuck is going on in Iraq right now? Biden made a slip and someone close to me right. is saying he is going to be deployed for a year. Okay. To handle something, and his wife basically insinuated that, yes, he's going to Iraq. So what is going on in Iraq that the media, yeah, or maybe they are reporting about it. No, I haven't not. heard a fucking lick no, about they're anything. They're not, just like they're not reporting about the dime bag, just like they're not reporting about, you know, anything. It's ridiculous, but... Do you um, know of anything going on in Iraq right certainly. now? Certainly. Oh, yeah, the biggest game, the biggest game in town has been brewing for decades and it's called iran and that is something that is very much at the forefront of the foreign policy of the leadership that we have in office right now who are the career politician the career elite you could call them illuminati you can call them whatever they you want they are the political class the ruling class and they want constant war. You could call it the military-industrial complex, whatever you want to call it. They want perpetual war, okay? And Iran has been a target of theirs for a very long time. And this administration, whether it continues or not, is in question, of course, because there's an election coming up, right? So they don't know if they have another four years. This is coming to a close. And so that would be my guess, is that they're going to try to make a move on Iran. But... Is Iran trying to take over Iraq? Certainly, yes. Are the, they so basically have. Iran. Is, Iran, yeah. Iraq has its own government now. Which has become a, a um, sub-state of Iranian control. So now the U.S. is going, oh no, you're not going to take over this country. Is that basically... That's right. Or is the strategy to leave allow them to come in so that we have a reason to go back and push them out. Now we have a war because Iran is directly on the border of Iraq. So now you have a war. You see what I'm saying? So so there could be a strategy in how we left, let them come in and then utilize that. Hey, we can't let, we can't let the most evil regime mankind has ever seen. We can't let the mullahs take over Iraq. Look at all the trillions of dollars. So now we have a reason to fight them. 
I don't know that. We don't, don't know, know the end game. Right? Yeah, I don't know anything. But that would be my guess. If you have troops deploying to Iraq. The other thing is that geographically, Iraq is directly south of Ukraine. Um, there's a pretty long distance between there, but it's directly south of huh. Ukraine. So it could be that because we have access to Iraq, you know what I mean, that, that we would do a troop buildup in Iraq in preparation for going to war with Russia because... Or Iran. <laughs> or Iran. Or both. Or we could get our ass kicked. It's very, very bad right now. The situation that these guys have put us in is just like... Has it ever been good? Yeah. Like, I mean, for how long? Maybe, well, I guess it's your definition of good. I think the idea that I have, which would be, regardless of however it has been, if it were up to me, if I were the president of the United States, I would want to keep good relations, obviously, internationally. I would want to largely let countries run however they want to run. But I and would I be would want strong. To, of course, very strong. You don't want to, you know, but I would focus on the United States. I would focus on our interests. Infrastructure, I would focus on, homeless, our right, citizens. I would focus on, on spending money that, by the way, is debt. For our children, okay, we're spending trillions of dollars to go blow up the Ukraine and all this kind of craziness. You or know to give saying? to Ukraine to blow up and defend against Russia, which ultimately they antagonize the war in the first place. And and there's no way that they can defend against Russia. All of these reports about Ukraine fighting and winning and pushing the Russians back and launching their offensive. It's so temporary, you know, and now we're trying to, now they want to give them F-16s and cluster bombs. Cluster bombs, okay, were completely outlawed by, uh, I don't know if it was the Geneva Code. The United Nations made cluster bombs illegal in warfare. You can't blow other people up Why? with this anymore. Why is that? Because they are so devastating. Um, they're so devastating that, and they kill so many civilians. Is that when they drop, it's like multitudes of them. There's like, so, a, a, like, it's like a trail of them that just. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Yeah. So what cluster bombs do is they blow up above the ground and shoot out other bombs. Yeah. That blow up all over mm. the place like in the, the air. It's like on the, the bombs ground. have babies. Yes. Baby exactly. bombs. Hey, dust these old fucking things so off. Cluster <laughs> bombs to hit Russia with. That's not good. Russia is no fucking joke. The idea that they are is a mistake. Well, I mean, but they are pretty sloppy and their fight has been pretty weak in their but I'm not but they do have stamina and they do have They've got the numbers, man, and they I, I mean, I'm just saying Well, they'll make the numbers because they'll send every citizen to die. Russians are very proud to be Russians. You know, I mean, I think Putin has like a a really high favorability rating. And, you know, these people but are still like even after the, the results of this war. Yeah, absolutely. They're in support of it. I mean, what they're saying is, hey, we're not going to let the West continue to push our borders. We're not going to let the West invade us. The West wants to take control of us. Well, that's just his narrative to stay in control. But it's also true. The West wants a regime change. In Russia. Why well, else would we be spending a trillion dollars over there by the end of the year? But, I mean, um, but in our defense, he's evil as fuck. He oppresses his people. Kinda. I mean, they elected him. They could elect somebody else. There's worse people in Russia. They have elections there. I mean, maybe he's got a grip of power, but who gives a shit? I mean, there's inequities throughout the world. You know, on one of our other subjects we'll discuss, there's actually more slavery in the world right now than there's ever been. There's more people enslaved. 
right about now. human trafficking and shit like that. That's Half part of, of it. them are human trafficking, but there's more slavery today in the world. More people are actually enslaved today by the numbers than ever before. So we can't solve all the world's problems. We just can't. We got to focus at home is all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's right, it's wrong, it's bad, or it's good. I mean, really, when you and I set out to affect something, I mean, the first thing that you affect is those around you. You want to change the world, you probably got to change it from Within. where you are. That's right. And then have that spread out. Within and yourself, so, within but your you're life, right. within if, your family. If all your resources are going outward and you're not spending shit and yeah. to to enhance the, the base. I mean, look, I'm no fan of Saddam Hussein, but he did a pretty good job running Iraq. He did. He was oppressive, you know, and a dictator and all and those things. Murderer. And, a, and, and, and so is the current guy who's leading... I mean, look at what they're doing in Iran. Look at what they're doing in Syria. Look at what they do in Jordan. I mean, in Saudi Arabia, there's places in the world where you get killed for being gay. I mean, you know, all I'm saying is that we've got to focus on our own shit here at home because if we think we can go out there picking fights with China, with Russia, you know, there was a time when our military technology was super superior. And, you know, it still is. We left a lot of our military technology current day in Afghanistan. Yeah, for Guess them, who has that now? The Taliban. And Russia and Iran and China. I mean, they have all of our they're shit. They're examining it and fucking... Now they're reproducing it. I mean... They're uh, reverse engineering it. Of course, that's what China does. I mean, they are the manufacturing powerhouse of the planet. So we're not necessarily at, at such an advantage when it as it pertains to like a ground... War. Now, you wouldn't want to come over here, but if this keeps going, the idea of a fight on American soil becomes more and more and more possible. And that's in your backyard. And we don't think that can happen to us. The way that these guys are playing chess right now is they're building quite an alliance against us because they're fucking poking bears, dude. They're out there fucking with people. And I'm not for it personally. It's crazy. All right. I mean, nuclear is so bad. It's so bad now. I mean, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but that's like a t-ball game compared to the nuclear bombs and shit now that are going to start flying if we have nuclear war. It's quite dire. How did we get on this? Oh, the dime bag. It was all from the oh, coke. The fucking you see what bag. happens? <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It's all from the dime bag. Yeah, yeah. That's what cocaine does. Even talk about it, and we just start ranting. Well, in other news, something <laughs> came out across my feed that I wanted to uh, put through if I could. Since we're on this topic, I think that, that what I'm about to play is such a freaking far out thing, but it could be an answer for exactly what we're talking about here. Now for the real news, a recent tweet from Roger Stone has ignited speculation about a potential Trump-Kennedy ticket in 2024. Stone's tweet suggests that combining Trump's anti-establishment appeal with Kennedy's historic charm could bring about a seismic shift in American politics. This alliance has the potential to unite polarized factions, challenge the status quo, and reshape the political landscape. Trump's bold vision and unfiltered communication style, coupled with Kennedy's commitment to social justice and diplomatic nuance, create a formidable force that rivals any contender. While opposition is expected, the resonance of a Trump-Kennedy ticket with the American electorate could be unprecedented, offering hope for those tired of bureaucratic inefficiency and political elitism. 
Whether this fusion ticket becomes a cornerstone of American history remains to be seen, but its potential impact is undeniable. Get the full story and the reaction by tapping the link in our bio. I don't know if you've paid much attention to RFK Jr. Uh, I've heard, I, I mean, a little bit. He's fantastic. <laughs> I love him. He's just one. I mean, he's wonderful. Dude. Okay. And I don't care. I'd vote for him. I don't care if he's a Democrat or a Republican. I'd still, I would vote for the guy. I mean, absolutely. A lot of people don't like Trump. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Trump. I don't like any of them. Everybody has their own opinion and that's fine. But the point is that if you took Trump and RFK, that could potentially bring against what? Biden Harris? My idea of American values is that we're not split 50-50. I don't think we actually are. I don't think it's 51-49. I just don't believe that. I believe that there is a way that they can control the numbers to make it that way so that it looks close, so that if they need to, they can boom, hit a couple numbers, and somebody wins. And I think to really run away with something, you have to do it so big that it can't be marginalized it can't be denied yeah it can't be denied i think there's a 10 point fudge factor that exists but fudge factor if you could get 70 percent to vote a certain way and here's what this is about it's not about trump it's not about it's not about the name what it's about is it's about this idea that we all have individual sovereignty it's about the idea that we all have the right to go and do and be who we want to be, that we have, that we do have a government that's by the people and for the people and not the other way around. Because the way that we're going right now, the direction we're heading right now, it's not that way. The values that are being espoused right now are not that way. So regardless, I think that's incredible news. Now, whatever you think of Roger Stone, whatever you think of the whole thing, for me, Trump Kennedy would be the ultimate presidential ticket and i feel like that's a bit of sunshine a bit of good news in a lot of the bad news that's going on right now and the truth is you're not going to see the bad news as much on cnn as much on the mainstream media you got to dig to find the truth here i mean well when the narrative is so is put out in such a mass a massive way you've really got to comb through that and, and really yes. go after other perspectives and listen to people make other points. That's right. That, you know, one of the things in our, you know, podcast description, and I believe one of our five-star reviews that I posted on social media and sent you right. is that, you know, here we offer a common sense perspective. And honest. Yeah, and honest. Right and we, or wrong. And we don't take the media's, that narrative... As the truth. Could something that they say be true? I mean, very sure. possible. But we look and we're open to other perspectives and and people pointing out other points. Yeah. Because a lot of times you find out that what the media is spinning isn't true. No. You know, when it comes to light later down the road where you've already, like, moved on to something else. That's right. Because uh, that's the way our world works. That's right. We just, oh, that's horrible. We move on to the next. And it's just tomorrow. Right, right. And it's all faded behind us. We offer, you know, a common sense perspective. And in the review that we had, it's like, we say what needs to be said. That's right. Because we're not going to sugarcoat it. No. I mean, at all. It is what it is. We're open-minded enough to... 
we, we're street smart. Um, I mean, I'm not the most book smart person, but I can fucking see what's in front of me. Absolutely. And I believe what I'm interpreting. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not trusting the source beyond what I see with my own eyes. I'm just not. And I love talking to people that don't agree with my views. I can calmly discuss those things and I learn a lot from people and I can be friends who with I those people with, yeah and I can be know? friends with them I, sure. we agree to disagree I'm open to changing my perspective if you can give me a better way of looking at it if you can give me a better way to look at it or a way that makes more sense I'm open to changing my perspective are you as open to changing your perspective as I am open to changing my perspective maybe not all the way in where you are, but I might decide toward you if you say something to me that makes sense. Even if it's something that I previously may have disagreed with, I'm open to listen and, and learn. And please share the show, join the show. This show we do, we do it for us, obviously, but we also do it for our listeners. And Please share your thoughts, your perspectives, and some of you do. We just welcome even more of it. Join the show at manfuse.com or 770-744-5227.